Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic night of Fandom Access. I am your ever-faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. So, tonight, we have got a resident alien, House of the Dragon, She-Hulk, the Rings of Power, and premiere of the revival of Quantum Leap. Got a lot of feelings about that one. And the way I just described, uh, talked about all the shows we're talking about tonight, I sounded like Alex Trebek, but what the categories were. So as my lovely co-host get here, oh, speak of the devil, there is Karen. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? Good. Having a good week? So. I hope so. It's been I a think great so. week. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> All right. You think so? Fair enough. Jamie will be here in a second, right? She just texted us. She's right behind us. She She's said, calling. She said, "Be there in a minute." All right. Good. We have a. Not a huge show tonight, huh? I think we've got five shows. It's not huge. I mean, huge, huge is when we were talking about like, you know, huge, huge is when we were talking about five shows and and ten episodes <laughs> because right. we had like two right. of every show. Because <laughs> we were falling behind, and yeah, we're all caught up tonight. So. Well, no, I mean, we also we also had two shows that were on Netflix that were already out, so we were doing two or three a week of them. Which I've heard recently that Netflix is seriously considering uh, getting rid of the drop it all at once um, idea. Really? I think what they're coming to fi- I think what they're coming to find out is um, there's no water cooler talk. Whereas a lot, you know, some of the other shows on Prime and Hulu where they drop it once a week, people are talking about them. It's creating buzz, and now. I mean, to be fair, I mean, and that was, I think, I guess that was part of their, their test with Stranger Things splitting up uh, the first, what was it, first seven episodes and the last two, um, which Stranger Things is a, is a difficult show to test because if you're in season four, you're already watching it or you're not. Nobody is coming into Stranger Things in season four if they aren't already interested. Um. Oh. But for a new show, I, I think it's not a bad idea, um, especially for us in podcast land who feel like we have to hurry up and watch all 15, 20 episodes or something to talk about it. <laughs> well, yeah, but, I mean, I, I think we, we've talked about this, that it depends on sort of the content of the show, and there are shows that you can yes. drop it all at once. And it makes sense, and there are shows that benefit from any kind of like a puzzle box kind of show, 
you know, yeah. benefits from that. Spending a week talking about it, figuring it out, you know, messing it around in your head, whatever kind of thing. Yeah, which I is, think, uh, which, I think, you know, the, I think we would have argued Stranger this, Things was in that genre. Right. Well, I mean, think about this for a second. I, I think, I think a high, um, a high concept show, I believe, is good to do weekly. Mm-hmm. Let's Jamie in real quick. We'll finish this up. Hi, Jamie. Hello, I hear. Hello. Um, Hi, Jamie. I think a high concept show benefits from the weekly format. Um, could you imagine having all 20 episodes of Lost the first season? We probably ne- we probably never would have met. They, I mean, there was never so much into Lost aside from, you know, Lost was such a phenomenon that first season. It created the, 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 the early stages of the crazy Internet. You know, I mean, now shows are trying to repeat it and do it, you know, and there's shows out there that have, you know, internet conversations about stuff and everything, but nothing has ever come close, and I don't think ever will because it was so new, like Lost It. But, like, you know, I mean, for, I think, you know, a show like Fringe, I don't think would have worked, you know, wouldn't work with dropping them all either. Um, there's certain shows that work, like Stranger Things works dropping them all because it's a different type of show. So if you have a high-concept show, I think that benefits from – the weekly talks and the water cooler gossip, but we'll see. Yeah. That's, it's it's something it's something that Netflix is Sorry. playing with. Um, <laughs> it's something Netflix is playing what? with, but nothing has been confirmed. What show specifically are you talking about? Since I missed the beginning of that. No, 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 no show specifically. Just generalization. I was telling Karen that I I recently read that Netflix is considering going to a weekly format. For, for new weird. shows. And so That's we were we were so. we were talking about like how some shows really benefit from it, some shows less so, something like Lost or something like where I fully I needed like time to hash that around oh, in my God, head dark. before I watched another episode, right? Dark oh, was I mean see the thing with Dark them. was Dark I could I, each, I got I mean the problem with Dark for me was I, every night I was like I need to go to bed, but I want to watch another episode. <laughs> you know, so I would have benefited from it being a weekly show where I didn't have everything in front of me. And then, you know, I mean, people that want to binge can still wait until the show is done and then binge it. I mean, I actually, I just recently uh, watched The Old Man in two days. Cause I you finally watched that. The Old Man? You, I, I yeah, loved it. I, I can't believe you just watched it. I've told you about it. I know, you had, I, I know you had mentioned it. Another friend of mine had mentioned it. And I knew I was going to get around to it, and I was like, you know, one night I was like, I was like, I'm looking to watch. I'm like, oh, I could finally start. The, I'd forgotten about it actually, and I, and I was looking through all the different, you know, oh, streaming so sites. Sorry. And I saw, and I saw, oh, I still had the old man, and I watched it in in two days. Because I was, of course, just, it's only seven I, episodes, I was, but right, yeah. but even still, that's three and four hours, you know, because they weren't they weren't short episodes. They were all about an hour yeah, long. So one, yeah. That's a great show. That was, that was really, yeah. really, really good. Really loved that. Um, but anyway, so. All right, well, shall we jump into our stuff? Sure. You guys, you guys want to do uh, do your Ring of Power first? I, I haven't seen it. I've still only seen the pilot. Oh, okay. Never mind. 
I haven't, honestly, I haven't had the time. Um, but, you know, I did want to tell you guys, because I, I did the, the panel for it this morning. I was just thinking about it as you said that. Um, there's a, on uh, Showtime, I, I guess it's a remake of, there was a book and there was a Swedish movie and then apparently there was an American movie remake, but it's called What's the Right One In? And it's oh, my God. So far. So, are you kidding me? so good. The book is so good, and the movie is so good. Yeah. Oh, well, the series is, is pretty good, too. Yeah. So, that was So, I've read the book, and the book is amazing. The book is, the book is so good. Um, I have not seen the original series, which I think you said is... Um, yeah, the Swedish uh, no, movie. No, the movie. No, not the... Yeah, the Swedish movie. Um, the book is incredible. I think the book won some awards, right? I didn't know what it was. I was I was like, oh, it's a vampire show. I like this. I honestly had no clue what I was watching. I had never heard of it, so I guess I'm sheltered. I don't know. No, but it yeah, was good. I mean, it's a um, uh, it, so I've read the book, uh, which was amazing, um, and so I haven't watched the show. I haven't really been looking forward to it. You know, when you read the book, you're always a little bit like, oh, well, should I? Whatever, right? No, I get um, that. Well, there's a series yeah. on Showtime coming out at any rate. But the good. book also was or Swedish. Is, so far, I haven't seen much. The what? The book also, the book also was Swedish. It was a Swedish book and, and then a Swedish film, right? Um, before it became an am- saw a re- a re- read a rewrite of the book. <laughs> well, yeah, because I, I do not speak okay. Swedish. Okay, I was going to um, say, I'm like, well, you I read the American version, and then and then it was adapted into um, a Swedish film, um, and then there was an English language film also, which was just yeah. called Let Me In, right? And then there was a play, and then finally there's the series. Um, I did not know there was a it, play. Yeah. Um, it's fantastic. I, I'm, I, I mean, I'm going to watch that. Only okay. Well, I just wanted to so mention great. it because I had watched the screener and I, I did enjoy it, and I think you guys would too. That's cool. Great. Yeah, I will. The other thing was not sci-fi, but I talked to Brian Cranston this morning, so that was kind of cool, even though not sci-fi. Oh, wow. Cool. <laughs> so, yeah, that was for your honor, um, but that's not sci-fi. All right. Well, anyway, I just wanted to mention it. You made me think of it with whatever we were saying. Um, oh, I don't know why. The Ring of Power, for some reason, made me think of that. It has nothing to do with it, so don't ask me. Um, did Ring of Power ever get better, though? I do want to uh, do want to watch um, it if I have time to catch up on it, but I'm a couple behind now, I think. So, yes, Jamie, I think that you would like it. I think that, I mean, we both agreed the beginning was very slow. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that... Um, as it goes on, the characters are getting, you know, a little bit better, deeper, more characterizations. Um, and the storyline is becoming a little more, you know, developed and interesting. Um, I think for those of us who are a little more familiar with um, the Lord of the Rings saga, there's another element there. But I think it's good. I think you would – actually, this last episode um, that just aired, I watched it, and I was like, oh, there's a little bit of, like, you know – I mean, there's always a little bit of politics in that it's about like who's going to rule the land, but um, mm-hmm. you know, this week has a little. You know, there's a little bit of like um, 
oh, should I call it racial? Like men and elves are not exactly always getting along because who, you know, whatever. It, uh, it, yeah, I think it got better. I think you would like it. Um, cool. It can it continues to look like the most expensive thing I've ever seen on television. It looks so good. Um, and I think, it, yeah, I, yeah, I hope you'll catch up on it. We can talk about it a little bit because I, I kind of – I was actually prepared to not like it. I was a little bit biased maybe by the things I read about. I read some mm-hmm. not great headlines about it, right? And I think it's better than I expected. So, yeah, pick okay. up. We'll, we'll talk about it. I think you'll like it's, it. It's hard with, It's hard during TCA time. That time to watch as much stuff as I've been watching. But I do, I do want to try to catch up. How many episodes are there? Because I missed two mm-hmm. of them, right? I saw the first you, one. I, yeah, I think this week was episode four this past week that we just had. Okay, then I missed home. It might be a total of eight, right? And I think this Pat, let me see. I have an episode on my screen. It's, um, this week was episode four. Just okay, eight. then I missed three of them, so I'll have to watch four of them before next week. Yeah, I'm not, you know, you, I think you didn't watch them. Catch up. It's pretty, it's better than I thought. Better than I expected. Cool. I will have to do that then. All right. So from that, let's jump into how about She-Hulk, you guys? She-Hulk works. So this is the one with Megan, Megan the Stallion, or Megan, I don't know, is it Megan nope. Deer? This was what? Another nope. Show. They just nope. Nope. nope, that was like that two episodes ago. That was two episodes ago. Wait, what was the other one then? Oh, this wait, she gets hired by Titania. I'm thinking that was her name. That isn't her name. The one that... um. Tried to copy your name. I was calling her the wrong person. Yes, Titania. Yeah, Titania. Okay, Titania. This one's about Titania. I had the right plot in my mind, wrong character. Yeah, you're confused (laughs) because Titania, she was in the the previous Titania episode, yes. But, no, this was Titania trying to, like, copyright the word She-Hulk. Which is ridiculous, but funny. I think this is my favorite episode so far of the season. I really like this episode. Um, I thought, like, as a, it worked really well as a 30-minute comedy. It worked well as part of the season. I, I, you know, it was all clicking for me, this episode. I liked it a lot. Um, how'd you guys like it? My no, favorite part of the uh, of the episode, you didn't see it yet? No, oh, I didn't see it. Did Jamie just... Oh, yeah, I, I thought, thought you said you didn't see it. Okay, wait a minute. No, no, I just got, <laughs> the, I just got the name screwed up, that's all. Um, I, my favorite part of the episode was actually the title card, because it was it was basically Titania's commercial. <laughs> I got a kick oh, out yeah, of that. that's great. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'll, I'll admit... Um, I, I mean, I liked the episode. It was fun. Um, but I still feel like, I feel like this is episode five. We should have turned that corner to where we've got some story. Cause right now it's just like, it, it, it's got a story, but it's, it's just right now. It's I guess the story is about her, her is, is her is, is accepting the fact that she's she Hulk, whether she wants it to be or whether she wants to be or not. She's she Hulk. You know, mm-hmm. um, I just, I was expecting something more. I feel like it's maybe a slow burn with Titania. First episode, she kicked her ass. This episode, she kicked her ass in the courtroom. 
Um, I, I'm expecting a big fight between the two of them since they're like arch enemies in the comics. Um, so I don't, I just like, I, and maybe I'm comparing it to the structure of, uh, WandaVision. So it was similar by episode five, WandaVision, we kind of had a clearer sight of where the story was going. It was finally, you know, it was getting somewhere. I feel like She-Hulk hasn't gotten to that point yet. I'm hoping that next week, uh, we get to that point because I'm pretty sure Daredevil is in the next episode, uh, given the, uh, the guy that makes all the costumes, and we get to see his new helmet, so or his new mask. Oh yeah, we saw the helmet. Yeah. I gotta say, that was the big thing, the biggest thing for me was the end credit, not end credit scene. There was no end credit scene, but the end credits themselves. I don't know if you guys have noticed, they're different every week. The end credits, yes. All the drawings and everything are based on what happened in the episode, and um. Puck and his closet of shoes is what really got me. And now I want to know, are those end credits canon or just the artist having fun? Because I don't know how closely you guys paid attention or if you saw anything online, but some of those shoes in his closet, um, there's a bunch of X-Men, Deadpool, a bunch of other characters that have from the MCU or from comics that haven't been introduced officially into the MCU yet. So nobody's saying whether that stuff is canon at the end, but I mean, there's shoes that depict Cyclops, Deadpool, um, Bishop, that's another X-Men, Wolverine, I'm trying to think who else. So we have Nova, who is supposed to be in uh, the new Guardians movie. Um, so yeah. So if that's canon, oh, well, then they're what? telling us basically that these people already exist and we just don't know it yet. So I have noticed that the that the end um, drawings change based on the episode. Some of them are, you know, some of them are the same. They're interspersed, right? And I do watch them. I did not notice the shoes this week. So I did notice the helmet at the end or the headpiece, whatever you want to call it, right? Um, but I didn't notice the shoes. So... Um, that was interesting. I do think, um, you know, you have said more than once, AJ, that Titania is She-Hulk's, um, you know, major nemesis in the comics. And I think so far on the show, she's not, uh, she's comedic. She, she, it's not clear that she really has any superpowers, except in that first scene where she busts through the wall in the courtroom, but you know, that could be however, right? Like she's mostly, uh, in this episode, she is, she's portrayed as a, a grifter or a charlatan, right? Like she's, she's making like cosmetics and using shield's name or whatever. She's not any kind of a super powered foe in this episode. And no. the slow, the slow burn with Titania, I don't know if it frustrates you as a, as a comic fan, but she's not really any kind of a, of a, of a force that I'm worried about as a, right? Like as a, as a casual right. fan or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's it doesn't really frustrate me. Battled it out. The, the Titania, the Titania part doesn't really frustrate me. Um, I think it more kind of gives me hope that there's going to be more because, you know, unless they just chose to, I, I mean, I don't know what they're going to do next. The frustrating part is we've got nine episodes. This was episode five. We got four left. And there's no 
I guess immediate threat. You know what I mean? Like, feels like is that a good way to describe that, it? That's how I. I said I describe it as it's been a good show and I've enjoyed it, but it feels like filler. Like we're still waiting for the main part of the story to happen. Yes, yes, that is a, that is an excellent way to put it. Yeah, it feels like every episode has been filler, and there's been no, and, and we don't even know what the the main story is supposed to be yet. <laughs> Well, may, I mean, we got, like, the backstory, but that was really the only part was, like, the first episode yeah. when they had the whole explanation. Yeah, and, you know, there is a good sense that this is supposed to be a lighter and a more filler show than some of the other, you know, Avengers or MCU shows. Like, it's, you know, it's a it's a comedy. It's It's... The only one I think that I mean that really was presented up front as a comedy. Well, there are comedic elements of all of them. This one is like a full-out comedy, right? Right. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Jamie's 100% right. It feels like we're waiting for it to kind of start. There's been a lot of I don't know. I I, I did enjoy this. I kind of you know I liked the whole bit about. Um, how how she hooks clothes are so bad and everyone's like looking for her to get some better clothes and she goes to see this guy who, you know, is a great costumer of the Avengers. Um you know, and you know, as ages allude to there's more going on there. I, I like that. I mean, to me it worked as a comedy better than it really has until now. Like to me this felt more like a fully formed sitcom episode than maybe it has before for me. Uh, yeah. Not that I yeah. don't like it, but this was this one really flowed. This one really worked as the 30-minute. You know, I don't love the 30-minute comedy format in general with live people, with comedians it works better for me, with cartoons it's better for me. Um, but this one I felt was a good 30-minute piece of comedy. Um, and, I, I, you know, I love the whole bit where Jen was forced to sort of, you know, they talk about her humiliating herself before the court, how she has to admit, like, oh, I, yeah, I made myself She-Hulk on my dating app because I'm that sad that I can't get a date. Um, and it, it, it was <laughs> it was sad. It was great. I, I liked it. Um, I enjoyed it. There's more coming there. There was, And there was that part in this episode where, where um, who's Jen's friend slash paralegal? I forget her name. But you know, Gina. She. Gina. I guess Gina. Gina. She sells. You know, she sells Jen. She she says more than once. Oh, she's an Avenger. Oh, she. Wait, I mean, she's gonna be an Avenger. I mean, she's related to an Avenger. And it was funny, but that part maybe is coming, right? Like AJ, you've said, and it's not a spoiler that she, at some point in her in her comic book, is part of the Avengers, becomes an Avenger. Yeah. Right. Yep. I mean, she's a cousin of an Avenger, so there's that. But yeah, I liked it. This was my favorite episode so far. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was good. It, it, I just wish that they were longer, that there was more to it. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, I, I agree and disagree. I agree that they need to be longer, but at the same time with what we're get, being given, I feel like this is actually kind of kind of works. Um, if we had more of a... 
story, uh, an overarching storyline, then yes, I would want longer episodes. But for, you know, something that right now is just a sitcom, I don't think you really need more than half an hour. Oh, and you, you get yeah. filler in the you get you get filler in the filler. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I just guess I wish it was more than a comedy, though. Like, yeah. Yeah, oh yes, I, I agree. I I mean, I mean, I don't know. Who knows? This might be how the whole show goes because I mean, this is just introducing her because I mean, we've got Marvel movies, Marvel movies and TV shows planned that we already know the release dates for the next two years, three years. Yeah. You know, we, we, we know what's coming in December of 2025. You know what I mean? So, and she's going to be a part of it. So, if this is how they're choosing yeah. to uh, introduce her, it's, it's not awful. I just wish there was more. Yeah. <laughs> but we still got four episodes, so we'll see. Yeah. And I have one more right. thought about this before we, before we run oh, have one more thought. Well, you know, um, there's been a lot of complaining about the quality of the CGI and that when Jen turns into She-Hulk that that's not always the greatest you know effects and whatever she doesn't look great I was kind of wondering if there's a lot of talk about getting into her better getting her better clothes and better costumes and I kind of was like oh this sort of a like she looks so bad in those stupid suits and whatever are we gonna feel better about it when she gets into next week she might get some better clothes right like that was part of it yeah not that we trust her tailor because that was a whole very suspicious thing with that guy, but like, okay, do I think they're purposely having bad effects before they bring the clothes? No. Do no. I think that? Do I think that maybe things might improve when she gets some better costume, so to speak? Yes. Right. You know, my friend, the whole the whole effects thing. I feel like like. Like Miss Marvel, I, I it turned out that I was you know kind of right. Like the the her Miss Marvel's powers, the look of them got better as she got as she got more confident, which I thought was an interesting way to, to display that. But I feel like we've got to a point. I mean, tech, tech, listen, like technology now is amazing, and I almost I feel like we've gotten to a point in entertainment industry where if something doesn't look as real as possibly real can look, it's like it takes away from it now and it shouldn't. Cause you'll look back at some of the stuff, you know, look back, you look back at the matrix and everybody was like, Oh my God, this is amazing and everything. And, and there's stuff that blows the matrix away now. But if you go back to that original, it's still pretty damn impressive. You know, it's like, uh, I, I've, I've tried to get myself out of that, of, of nitpicking everything, and just enjoying the story. I mean, the three of us, I mean, well, me and Jamie, or me and Karen more than Jamie. We know Jamie loves her special effects. Um, Karen and I, you know, our, our number one thing is if it's not a good story, we really don't give a shit about anything else. If we don't have good characters, forget it. Um, but, like, I feel like not just us, the general populace of the planet, stresses too much on the special effects anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kind of lose everything else. 
You're going out. He yeah, he broke up there, Jamie. I am. But I uh. I generally I generally understand what you're saying, AJ. But I do think that you know it's different. If you were to take a television show to a movie screen, you would expect a great increase in the effects, right? But I think when you are part of the Marvel universe, and we we've, we've had what twenty films right now. Um, it's and when they, no way. Enough money, and, and we expect it. To work. And I think when they, when they, yeah, when they took those movies to the small screen, whether it's valid or not, there's an expectation of the same production value, right? Um, we are we as an audience correct to expect that from television? Probably not, right? The budgets are different, the the format is different, the medium is different, everything is different. But but they they made twenty movies or. 15 or 30 or however many movies there were, right? And then they took it to TV. Then they took it to TV. Yeah, then they took it to TV, and so there's an expectation that the Marvel Universe will look a certain way. Um, I I don't know. I, you know, whatever. I, I would hope that a good script and a good story could overcome that, and She-Hulk hasn't quite been there yet, but it's getting better every week. Getting better every like, week. Okay, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to argue or belabor the point, but I just thought of something. You have talked about how beautiful it is, how amazingly beautiful it is. Oh, yeah. But you're not entirely thrilled with the story. <laughs> so does, does the beauty of the show make up for the lack in the script? You need okay. Just taking it, taking it <laughs> yeah, the other way. So I, fair enough, but also when Jamie catches up, we can actually talk about the story and okay. see how we can. <laughs> yeah, right? no, I mean, again, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just, just, just. I mean, I haven't watched it, so it was just general question. <laughs> yeah, you know, enough, yeah. I mean, no, listen, you're right. You're you know right. Let's put it this way. Let's let's put it this way. Everything cannot be the expanse because that was great yeah. story, great characters. And great special effects. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and the wheel of time has story. some. The wheel of time had some decent money behind it, and I never really warmed up to that. In the way you guys. Yeah, did, well, that's, so. that's, that's yeah. totally that's totally the script. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the source the source the source material has been uh, debated for a long time too. So. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Moving along, what do you guys want to take up next? Uh, well, we have left Resident Alien, and what was we, the we have, oh, we have, we have Quantum Quantum Leap and Resident Alien. Which one do you guys want to do first? Oh yeah, Quantum Leap. I don't with either. Let's take Resident Alien no, and move it that's along, what I was and then say. and then do Quantum Leap. Yeah. All right. Um. So so I watched this a week ago when it aired. It is the episode where the alien hunter comes to town, right? And and Liv spends yes. a lot of time talking Terry about that guy. Back. Yeah. Um, so, uh, how'd you guys enjoy it? I'm gonna put my thinking cap on for a second. Um, now, is this this is the episode before the finale, right? The one right before the finale. I think there's two more, right? Are there two more? This was, and no, that's what I was looking to see and make sure I'm on the right. This one. was episode, I believe this was episode 14, correct? Yeah, it's episode I don't know. 14. I'm looking up what was on demand. Yeah, yeah, this is episode 14. Yeah, there's 16. Yeah. And there's 16. Left, yeah. Oh, 
Maybe I have another one then. Yeah, so we have the whole <laughs> okay. thing where okay. the alien I, hunter I comes back. There's the whole bit okay. where the alien hunter comes and talks to Olive to live, and then and then ask the storyline is where Dan, you know, kind of tells her the story about how her mother became pregnant and he he was dating her and you know that whole thing was with, um, you know how he's like you know he's not he's not her biological father and he loves but that whole thing is going on there also right. Um, and then the resort the drummer got is going on with the resort. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, no, I was wrong. There's only 15, so yeah, next week is the finale. Okay, oh, yeah. that's what I okay. thought. Okay. That or makes tomorrow's more the sense, finale. Because I thought 15, and it seemed like it. That's why I wondered. Well, I wasn't sure. You confused me. Um, so yeah, I guess the two parts of it are the alien hunter and, and uh, Asta's mother. I mean, I think that the story was well, and Darcy, was, and there's Darcy getting out of control, right? Yeah. And Ben and Kate. Um, and Ben and Kate. Um, I think the story with with Asta is important, obviously, because it's kind of relating to Harry and and his baby and everything that was taken. But um, I feel like in this one, he's starting to like. I don't know. Not that he isn't all along, but, like, he sort of sees more. Like, he tells her, I forget exactly what he says, but he tells her that she's horrible. You know, like, he sees that that's not how it should be. I don't know. And I think that it was nice that Liv finally got to got to meet the Terry Oakman <laughs> Indian hunters. Um, you know, I think Liv, Liv hit the nail on the head before she realized he was standing outside the door when she was talking about him being a jerk because he is absolutely a jerk to her when they're sitting there at the table. Like she has brought him some really solid information and he just kind of like, and I felt so bad for Liv because she's like making excuses for him. And I'm like, I I kept, you know, Liv's been getting a backbone, you know, the last couple of weeks. And I keep waiting for her to like slam her hand on the table and be like, no, listen here. Like you totally, you know, that, looking at that picture, you totally recognize something there. Like, you need, you know, like, I, I'm just waiting for her to yell at Terry O'Quinn <laughs> and be like, stop treating me like I'm just some nut job, even though you say, you know, you well, believe me. Well, come there. I don't know. Yeah. I think that was in this episode, wasn't it, that she makes a comment like, yeah. I made him come here. So yeah, she did. That, but, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. But it's just, the, no, just, I mean, just I, the way he's treating her. I felt kind of the same way, like, not that he treated her like a nut job, but, you know, he's another person who is dismissive of, of Liv. Like, it's it's a, it's part of her story that she talks yeah. and no one really listens to her or yeah. or they take, or, you know, he's a lot like the sheriff. I, you know, I think yeah. Quinn, like, he, he uses right. what Liv tells her but doesn't give her credit. Like, they take every her she's got superior intelligence and they take what, you know, this is like, okay. I, I don't want to say this is about men, but it happens to be a couple of men in the storyline that, that, well, I mean, I was gonna say, no, you're right. You're is, absolutely you know? right. Hey, listen, speaking as a man, you are a hundred percent right. <laughs> in this instance, you, you are, are correct. Right. These are men who's not, also part of him though that doesn't want now I'm not saying the way he's treating her dismissively is right I'm not in any way saying that's right 
But I kind of wonder who is he? Who is he? The sheriff or the alien? Yeah, I'm just saying. I kind of wonder though, or or at least wondered at the beginning though, if I I don't know because I also think he doesn't want anyone getting involved. Not just because he wants to find out like about what happened to his family, but I feel like he also doesn't want anybody to get hurt either, like he did. But he's definitely going about it the right way. I said he's not going about it in the right way, but, but yeah, he needs to, like, let her in on it. I mean, I guess the question there is do you find him to be a noble character or not? And I, I kind of feel like he's, he's – I mean, I, so I have long uh, – maybe until now. I mean, we know that his story is one of, you know, that he – that his baby was abducted right out of the wife's womb or whatever, but I do always feel that the alien hunter is a little bit of a – of a scammer, you know, that that he's, like, got – he's very about TV and books and conventions, right? And, and so, to me, that has always felt a little bit like a guy who's working it to make money. Um, not that he shouldn't have to finance his work, right? I just – he's never felt to me like a genuine character. He did feel a little bit more so in this episode when he talks about his wife. But then he takes advantage of Liz, like everybody else does. She she gives him really important information. He blows her off. He cuts her out. He ignores her. And, and he proceeds really at his peril because I, I think any one of these people who, when Liv is involved, it works out better, right? Yeah. 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 I think, you know, what, you know what it is? I feel like while he's created this network, I feel like it's for his own self-worth and I don't mean financially I mean he is so obsessed with finding out you know the aliens that took his child he basically he just uses people to get information and then doesn't tell them that their information is beneficial you know it's like he has amassed all this knowledge without giving anybody credit I mean it's not just live it's just you know we've we're used to seeing live get the short end of the stick um and this is what he does to because he's made you know it's so personal to him that he doesn't realize the damage he causes along the way. That's kind of what I'm seeing from him. Mhm. Yeah. Um. But and, and since we're since we're on the Terry O'Quinn subject here, when he meets uh, with you know the whole thing that ended up happening with Max, and then when Harry talks to Max later and everything, I I feel like. I mean, we don't see how it's going to go in the finale yet, but I feel like where this is going to end up going uh, is Harry and Perry O'Quinn's character are going to realize that they're both after the same alien, that they're going to have to actually work together and pool their resources to to go after the Greys together. Because I'm pretty sure it's going to turn out that the Greys are the one that abducted his child. Because it definitely wasn't Harry's species. But... Terry O'Quinn's character well, is kind of treating all aliens. In the other episode, didn't that, they? In, in the what? original one with the with the convention, I think they had said it was a gray. Like when he Did described they? what they looked like. Oh, before. yeah? Oh, I didn't know that. I yeah. could be wrong, but I think yeah, they I remember that. already said it. Um, but, yeah, I, yeah feel I, like, I feel like even though, even though we, we, we see the pan shot of Harry shocking him with a cattle prod um, and, and the whole house lighting up, um, I've got to believe that, that, that they're going to end up uh, working together. That can't be the end of his character 
Uh, I don't think Harry just killed him at the end of the episode there. What I was hoping for um, was that Max was setting them both up and he was going to play mediator and be like, listen, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, but unfortunately I, I thought, I think that would have been a great storyline seeing Max try to, 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 you know, get these two adults to uh, sit down and have a conversation. I think that would have been pretty damn funny. Um, but that's not the way they went with it. Instead, Harry, Harry's all cocky and shit going, Max chose me. Ha, 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 ha. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, yeah. I, although I did like that. I, I mean, it was, I did like the way it ended. I, I thought they did a good job of, whether or not you saw it coming, I thought they did a good job of setting it up that, you know, Max and Harry were at odds. Yeah. Max is going to choose, make a different choice. And then it was revealed that, that Max helped Harry, you know, set up, set Terry Quinn up. I, yeah. I I thought uh-huh. they did a good job of of the way that played out. Um, uh-huh. I like that. Um, and we didn't talk about this little side story about Darcy. I'm so. We talked last week. Uh, Jamie, you weren't here last week, I think, right? But Adrian had talked about how we really. Um, wish they would do better by Darcy, that we that we didn't really, can't Darcy just yeah, you can have, see her can't, burn. but I feel like right. she keeps doing it to herself, though, to some extent. Like, I, I agree. Well, she, I want her to have better. No, the writers are doing like, it to her. Well, yes, I know, but I mean, character-wise, like, she is self-sabotages. Um, well, but, I, I, I mean, so what we talked about last like, week was yeah, that. Right, obviously the writers do it. But. What we talked about last week was that AJ and I wish the writers wouldn't do this to her. Like, do we have to have the same old addiction storyline all the time? Like, AJ was like, we saw that coming from a mile away. Yeah. Can Darcy just have a win once in a while, right? She's a great character. Do we need the same old addiction story? Um, and so I felt, AJ, that I was glad it – is it resolved? No. But by the end of the episode – Darcy comes to Asta and she's like, oh, I'm, on, I'm taking pills again, right? Um, so I felt like, yeah. okay, at least they're moving that along quickly. I really was disappointed that Elliot broke up with her, although I can see why he did. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just So because there's only 16 episodes, Darcy and Elliot's relationship is very compressed. They get together, they're really close, blah, blah, they, you know, she's addicted, they break up. It happens quickly, but because it's only a short season, right. um, I, I think he and, – and because it's compressed, I was like, wait, he broke up with her because of the pancake thing, right, the blender lid? It's not really what that's about. Broke up with her. No, that's not what he – no. No, no, no. She, it it is more than the lid. Yes, it, it's her – it's, it's her – I mean, Darcy was – Darcy was pushing him away. Darcy was looking for a reason to get in a fight with him to push him away, as she always is, right? Like, Darcy mm-hmm. was, was pushing him, and... and I actually and Elliot, disagree with that. Elliot. You do? I don't think she was... I don't think she was intentionally trying to push... She already did the trying to push him away thing and then gave in and realized this was a healthy relationship and to stick with it. I feel like what's hap- what happened in this episode with the blender lid and, and falling asleep on the pool table and standing him up and not telling him what's going on, 
I don't think she was intentionally pushing him away. I think that was the drugs. I think well, it was because the way the drugs were her ass. Tell him but she won't tell him what's really wrong, and that's what he can't do. Right. Yeah. But yeah, but I, mean, I, I see what Kara's saying too. She does. That's why I said she felt sabotaged. Yes, yeah, she but does yeah, do that. But I don't think that's what was happening here. No, I, I don't. Think the pool table, one hundred percent, passing on the pool table is being on drugs, right? But when you're like, I need to make a smoothie worth a lid. I well, she was freaking out. I think she was like high strung, like needed to. She was, well, she was high. She well, was amped up. She was high, right? She's yeah, high. That too. And that's why right. she's like that. Yeah. And she blew it, and and it's and she's very upset. It seems like she loved him. Um, I really I really like that storyline. I feel like you know we've talked a lot about how we don't feel like Essa's relationship to Harry is realistic, and that she should be more upset about the things he's done to her, and she gives him a pass. And I feel like Darcy is the most real character and in the way like Darcy and Elliot like all that feels kind of more real right than being like oh let me lie and erase your memory oh let's be friends yeah I agree Darcy's a more of a person a real kind of a thing yeah Mm -hmm. I'm liking these much more glad that she's already gone to Asta with this because I absolutely hate this storyline. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It just, it's just, a, it, it shoehorned in there where it wasn't needed. There's enough going on. I mean, the, I mean, you know, the, the, the picking up the second half of this episode, uh, this, this yeah, second half of this season, you know, she's, she's ready to hide the body and now she's, she's popping pills. I just, um, it's sorry. It just, it's just ridiculous. Right. It's it's just like the the writers, I don't know. I don't know what they were. So so anyway. um, At least least her addiction storyline has moved along quickly and is coming to another, it's not a phase of that. Yeah. 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 (sighs) Maybe since it's next week's the next episode, last episode, maybe, uh, by the time season three comes around, she'll have she'll be coming back from rehab and she's all better. So we don't actually have to watch the whole damn thing. Right. Well, I right. will say I'm trying to be careful what I say. I will say I really, really liked the last episode. I, I don't know, like it just worked. I, I mean, I don't want to say anything that happened. I can't really, you know, talk about it, but because I wanted to know what happened at the end of it, so I went and watched it. Sorry. Is it, <laughs> but, is it extended or is it just one hour? No, it's just an, it's just an, as far as I know, it was only an hour. I just meant that, like, when I finished this one with, and it ended with, like, Terry O'Quinn and him, like, I wanted to know what happened. That's why I went and watched it. But, um, but I really liked it. I think it was a good finale, like, a good season finale. I enjoyed it. Um, okay. Like, a lot. I thought it was one of the better episodes next week. Or this, I guess it's this week now, but or that we'll be talking about next week. I Tomorrow, yeah. Um, so we can look forward to that. Cool. Yeah. So see what you think. But I, I really liked it a lot. So. Cool. Okay. What, um, um, so, so Mike calling about the turkey thieves. 
doesn't he? I I've listened to his and I didn't realize he was leaving a voice message at first, and until Liz came in and talked about the ten babies. Um, <laughs> I was I was cracking up though about the turkey thieves. I'm like, dude, just ask her out already. <laughs> And then well, Liv tricked them and set them up. I think she's and... probably smart enough to figure out that that's what he wants. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, she was she was leaving herself wide open for him, you know, the opportunity, and he just wasn't taking it, you know, all along. Yep. So that's I'm glad that Liv Liv kind of Liv kind of set them forward. up there at the end. Yeah. And uh. But then, you know, uh, he's really pushing him to, I mean, that's kind of nice, yeah. right? Like, he's not really the greatest, uh, I mean, he's not mean to Liz. He's not the greatest friend to her. He's not he a bad guy. It. He's just he not, mean it, yeah. right? Um, he's just a little uh, ignorant, for lack of a better. Yeah. He's like, yes, there you go. Thank, no, there you go. That's exactly, that's exactly what it is. And then he, and then he, he it, it implements himself into the, into the stuff with Ben and Kate, which... That was hilarious. I love oh, yeah. when Kate was like, "All right, we're gonna do, we're gonna do this." You know what? We get the resort, and the guy that owns the resort, he's rich. He has a lot of money. He's good looking. He uh, really likes it here and decides to run for mayor. And Ben's face just dropped. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. I was like, "Oh, she just got him." And then, she, and then she offered he offers to sleep with me for a million dollars. I was like, "I was like, what is this? The, the fucking." the plot of indecent proposals. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that was great. And then Mike, back, yeah. Mike's plan that he, he backfired his own plan talking about the rats. I know. Oh, yeah. 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 And that but yeah. where he might move and yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, uh, uh I mean, that's, that's 100% Liv, right? Like, Liv is trying to help him. Like, as much as he's always marginalizing her, taking advantage of her work, he's not he's not a really good boss or friend to her in a lot of ways. But he doesn't, you know, he doesn't, as you say, he doesn't mean to be a jerk, and Liv goes out of her way to, to help him because she sees that these two probably he- should be together, right? Yeah, I think he's getting better though. I th- I think that she's the more oh, she's stands up for herself, more he to see what he does. You know, he just doesn't oh, always he, notice. Oh, he's getting better, but he had a long way to go. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, he needs. They need to take yeah, a team is. building, uh, <laughs> team building exercise. Yeah, <laughs> go build a tower for yeah, him. Mike Mike is light years <laughs> better than where he started. No, oh, yeah, he is. Oh, for sure, yeah. All right, team finale next week. All right. Yep. All right. Oh, what else we got? Jamie, you have so anything on your document? Oh, Quantum Leap, yeah. We have yeah quantum Leap. Oh, uh, Quantum yeah. Leap. All right. You guys go first. I actually no. would really like to hear from Jamie first because you did not watch the original series. Um, I think that I I bring some ideas about it. Probably AJ does also, so I'd love to hear Jamie first. Yeah. 
Now, I, I would have seen, like, maybe one episode or something. But I mean, I never oh, wait, 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 wait. There's a ton of background noise, somebody. It's on AJ's. I'm sitting that on the was, couch. That was me this here. time. Okay. That was me this time. No, I, I moved. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, yeah, I, I've seen, I think, like, I've seen one episode maybe, like, years and years ago, but I never watched it. I was pretty young when it was on. Um. I liked it. I mean, I, I, I liked it. Like, I would kind of like it maybe to, I, I guess, be less, uh, be more serialized. But I understand why it's not. And I think for what it is, it works. I enjoyed it. I um. I mean, Wait, how many episodes it's kind have of hard you seen? How many episodes just have you one. seen? Okay. Just, just the pilot. Kind of hard to, because I can't compare it. But I like the, you know, the idea and how he's able to. Um, jump in and help the people. And the one thing that I did think was interesting, and I don't know, I, I got the opinion this wasn't in the original. I, again, I, I, I'm just going by, because I, I interviewed the, the showrunner and stuff. But, like, we're at, I guess in one of the episodes at least, they're going to show kind of the, per, the people's reactions, like when they come back into their body. We'll find out, like, how it affected them or something to that effect, which I think hmm. would be interesting. Um, but because it, it's kind of like he jumps out of them, you know, because I, I, I question, like, are we ever going to get to see that? Because I was just curious, like, well, what happens to them when they, like, have this, you know, missing time? But um, I, I thought it was interesting. I liked that he sort of, without outright saying, hey, I'm from the future, did sort of tell the guy, like, that he knew it was going to happen and got him to, to sort of trust him. Um, and I think that it's cool that they have the serialized element of, like, why did he do this and you know, the thing was like he left her the message and stuff. We got to figure out what's all up with that. But I don't know. Like I don't know a lot of the history, I guess, to know really a lot of anything. You know, other than just like the weekly leaping into another body. But I, I still like it for what it is. But it does make me kind of curious about some of the some of the history. And obviously, they had like some pieces I could you know figure out with of the original, like talking about it. Like um, how the who was it? I forget that one of the people's related to Al or something. I'm trying to remember now. The, mis- the, 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 mis- the mystery do- the mystery uh, woman turns out to be Al's daughter. Okay, yeah. So they're getting they're definitely bringing in uh, mythology from the original show, but not something that well, you yeah. you know have to have seen. So so it works. But yes, what it was, I mean, it, like I said, it's kind of hard to tell like one episode. It's sort of like a one-off. It was definitely a, a mystery of the week, but, but I liked it. It was pretty good. What did you guys think? Karen. AJ? No, go ahead, Karen. Um, you go first. So I thought it was okay. So if I if I took the show as something I'd never seen before and, and I'm, you know, I'm pretty familiar with the original quantum leap having watched it in the eighties and it came out in 85. Right. So I, I watched it when it came out. I've seen some, I've seen it once or twice since then, but I'm not watching it quite now, but I feel like if I look at it as a new piece of television, I thought as a pilot, you know, it was loaded with exposition Um like I didn't love it as a 
as an original, I was like, uh, like if I just watched it as an original show, I think I was a little bit like, oh, uh, this is a little bit of a drag. I'm not sure I love this. But again, we talk a lot about a pilot that you need to give it a chance. You need to tolerate a lot of exposition in the first episode. They had a lot to explain because of the sequel. Um, I I found the lead character, Ben Song, he's okay. I hope that he will exhibit a little more, you know, again, I'm comparing him to the original character. I, I want him to exhibit a little more charisma. He was a little bit boring. I'm like, I don't know. And I'm not sure how I feel about the idea of, what's her name, Alyssa? The woman Addison. Addison. You know, she she's the Al character who guides him. Um, that's very different from the original Al. And and the way they've added this idea that they were engaged in you remember her, I'm not sure how I I'm not sure how I feel about the added layer there. Maybe they'll do a good job of it. I'll give them, you know, I'll give them a chance. Um, well, I know they did say they're not going to drag it out, at least. So that's something. Okay. So should he remember that, that would be a big difference. Because Al was clearly, he, you know, they were not in love on the, you know, <laughs> in the 1985 original. Um, I'm sure there's probably some fans that think they were. <laughs> yeah. And the Ernie Hudson character. And so AJ Magic, it's interesting that that you know their boss is Magic, who who was a character from from. Do you remember him from early Quantum Leap? Was this played by a no. different actor though? I'm kind of confused by that because I thought I had read he was in it too, but I looked up the cast list and he was not in it. So I was confused. Oh yeah, because Ernie Hudson is a much older character, right? Um, okay. but, 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 but Sam yeah. left into magic in the past. Oh, okay. Okay. And so, so there's an episode, there's an episode early on where Sam, you know, leaps into magic. Um, and so that character. Oh, I know who magic, I, right? I know who magic is. I just, like, He's Sam, until you said Sam that. Sam goes. When he's a Sam friend of Sam's brother. Back, yeah, he's a friend of Sam's brother in the Vietnam War, right? And so for yeah. him to be brought into this episode, like, like, and they haven't mentioned anything about it, right? Like, that could be a huge thing, right? He he leapt into him. Sam leapt yeah. into him, right, in, in the original series. So how does that yeah. play into it? Or is that just an Easter egg for us? I don't know. Um, but I, that was interesting. I kind of, you know, I mean – I kind of liked all of those associated things a little more than Addison. But anyway, AJ, what do you think about it? So I didn't hate it. Um, to start off with what you were saying, Karen, about an original show um, that you don't know anything, you know, if it was if it had no history and this was just an original show, um, hard to say with one episode. But I think it's you know I feel I felt I guess I kind of felt about it. Um, the same way I felt about the original, which was, this is intriguing. This is an interesting time travel idea, you know? Um, now, the fact that it is a sequel or a revival, whatever you want to call it, um, I love it for one major reason, which is to fix 
the ending of the original. Yeah. Um, they have to. They have to. You don't revive the show without fixing the original ending. And, to, bad, you know, yeah. to be fair, to be fair, uh, after, when season five ended, they were under the impression they were getting a season six. We get this huge cliffhanger at the end of five. And then they and find out they're canceled, which they thought, you know, they thought they were going to get a season six. Then they end up getting canceled. So when the episode aired, they throw a bunch of ending title cards onto the end of the show that weren't, you know, originally planned, obviously. And all mm-hmm. us fans sat there going, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> like, what the hell was that? Um, yeah. So this is, this is 30 years later. This is an opportunity for them to fix it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. One thing I didn't like about um, the, the whole Addison and Ben being a couple thing, that says I don't really care about that one way or the other. Um, I agree what you said about Ben. He's, he's he was kind of boring. Um, he does really need some more charisma. Um, maybe that'll come as he, he starts to get pieces of his memory back. Um, now, the big difference between now and 30 years ago is the Quantum Leap Project, Al was very watched. And, you know, there was, it was a government project, and Al constantly had people breathing down his neck, and, and Al couldn't just come and go as he pleases, whereas this project, it's much, run much more like a bunch of friends, and, or, you know, and, like a, and they're all like very, clo- and they're very close. And while, and while it's yeah. a government-run project, there's nobody there breathing down their necks 24-7, so they have a little more leeway, which explains why Addison gets to be with him so much, and I think that takes away from, what, from, from Ben growing as a character. I mean, great, it's the first episode, um, but I felt like there was too much Addison. She was there with him pretty much the entire step of the way, and she's constantly, you know... Whereas in the original, Al wasn't always around. Sometimes Sam had to figure things out for himself and get himself out of pickles. And Ben did nothing himself, I don't feel, in the episode. I mean, he, the I decisions he made. Though, I was just going to say, I kind of wondered, though, that that wasn't more used as a way of a catch-up exposition, though. Because I feel like a lot of her was more like, this is what happened before. And, like, she's explaining it to him as she's explaining it to people like me who didn't see it. <laughs> I don't know that it was necessary, I, but I thought yes. that was for her purpose just as it being, like, the first episode. Now, I don't know, because I have a theory that she right. might be that much well, in the other episode. You could be right. But, but I think well, that I it's going, if, if it stays this way, I think it's going to hurt the show. I don't think I, – I think it's going to hurt the show with too much Addison. Ben needs to stand on his, his own to a certain degree. And, yes, Ben made the decision to, yeah, to change things his way. Even though Addison was like, you need to do this, you need to do that. And he was like, no, I'm going to do this. You know, he's like, I need, you know. And I kept, I kept well, waiting, you know, some of the stuff he was doing, I, I kept waiting for her to say something like, this is why I fell in love with you, but she can't say that yet. Yeah. Um, well, I think, AJ, that's a major difference from the original show in that we never – really saw the future or the present. Like we always saw Sam in the past and he leaps and leaps and leaps and leaps and Al comes to him, but we do not see a group of people 
working to bring him back, right? Um, that That's not entirely really... true. Okay, it's I not mean, entirely we, true. We didn't see it, we didn't see it, it a lot, much less of a... but we did see it yeah. much less. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, in and, the grand scheme of five years, yeah, it's a lot less. Very late in the game, season five, six, maybe it's re- is only when Sam learns that he had a wife that he totally forgot and that she's been a part of the project and trying to, right? Like all that comes later. Yeah. Um, now, yeah. fair enough, they could keep it that Ben never discovers it and thinks that Addison is just his, a, you know, his hologram companion or whatever. Hologram, but, yeah. but uh, okay, fair enough, AJ. I shouldn't say that it's never shown, but it's it's way less. Like it's definitely a lot, lot of episodes. Most episodes are Sam bloops into a body, does this thing. Sam talks to him and he bloops back out, and we don't see a group yeah. of people at headquarters being like, "How do we get him back? Right. I don't know what's going on, right?" Yeah. Um, and exactly. we don't have. So I think one of the weakest parts of this episode was all the blah 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 about their genius AI called Ziggy that if they just get Ziggy on the line, they can fuck. I was like, what the hell is that? Can we just get rid of that, right? There was not the computer from the original? Yes. Yes, there was, but it doesn't, that doesn't hold up, I guess is what I'm saying. It doesn't hold up because we have now had one million television shows that talk about a brilliant AI. Like, whether it's that thing on Moonscape, whatever that horrible show is, or huh. the the one on the, the one that was trying to talk through Alexa and make the kid, what was that one uh, next? Oh, like, yeah. we have now seen so many shows that have a AI that's going to do their work for them. I just feel like it doesn't hold up. Like, maybe in 1985, Ziggy made sense. But now... And by the way, the actor, whoever is playing Ian, I, I got to look that up, but Ian, that, that's Desire from, yeah, that it is. actor is Desire yeah. from, right, from yeah, Sandman. I, rec- I recognize him right up, away, yeah. I'm going to look up that person right now because we um, should be talking about the actor's name. Mason, um, oh, I am like lately, I'll tell you, I can't remember nobody's name and I should. <laughs> I'm like losing my brain. Yeah. Mason, um, Mason. Sorry. Mason Alexander Park. Mason Alexander Park is the person who plays the role. Um, and, you know, immediately, you know, it's so funny to, to see, it's interesting always to see a, an actor who I don't, I'm not that familiar with, and then they show up suddenly on every show that you watch, right? Um, <laughs> and it's great to see an actor having their moment kind of, right? Um, Mm -hmm. and so I would like, actually, and and I love, so I love Mason Alexander Park, um, on the Sandman, and I would like to see Park do more than blah, blah about Ziggy, right? Like, I just feel like this, I don't know. I I mean, you feel like Ziggy doesn't hold up the way it did in 85, right? I'm like, oh, my God, another AI. I understand what what you're saying, you know, um, since – it was actually 1987, but anyway. um, (laughs) Since then, you know, we've had um, Person of Interest. We've had Moonhaven. We've had – what else did you mention? Oh, Next. Next. We've had – 
there's there's been a lot of shows that have done it, and especially the way technology has advanced since then. We didn't have anything like that in 1985, really, you know, or 87. Yeah. You know, even and even in 93 when the show ended, um, tech, you know, it's everywhere now. I mean, we all have them in our living rooms, <laughs> you know. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But being that it's revival, Ziggy is Ziggy is a character from the original. That's how I look at it. You know, Ziggy was very instrumental in the yeah. show and to not have okay. Ziggy, not yeah, to have Ziggy yeah. in this for, for me at least, you know, maybe everybody doesn't feel this way and I get what you're saying, but I, I think Ziggy is very important because, you know, and it's actually kind of funny actually that, you know, that I hadn't really thought about it until you said it, but yes, in, in 87, in the original show, Ziggy was very useful, you know, figuring out, you know, there's a 98% chance that you're here to do this. And, you know, sometimes Ziggy was wrong. Sometimes that 2% was actually what, you know, that she didn't figure out was what Sam needed to do. Um, Yeah. But, you know, looking at it in today's world, in 2022, um, you might just be able to Google (laughs) and figure out what he's supposed to do. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're, you are right in that aspect. You are right in that aspect, but but like I said, for me, Ziggy's a character, you know, and Ziggy right. had a personality, you know. But it, but we you didn't know, see so that, that right? Ziggy was just well, a yeah, blah blah. Yeah, we don't about. see that. Yeah, we don't see that in the yeah. first episode. Yeah. So. I guess we will find out. Um, I'm I mean, definitely, I'm Jamie, do you know how many episodes are this season? I do not. No, I do not. Okay. We were only sent the one for the um, CCA. Um, I, mean, I can I keep will, it set I will, page. I'll watch it again. I'll watch more. While I thought the character of Ben, as we discussed, was a little boring, a little bland, a little without the same level of charisma that we saw from the original, um, there's room to bring that. I, I did did like his... You know, his, like, I don't know what's going on, who am I, what's going on kind of thing. I wish they would have let it play out for a few more minutes maybe than bring Addison immediately to his side. And he, and and I felt like he he never pushed back. He accept, Within one second he accepts, like, she's like, okay, guess what? I'm from the future. Yeah, that, You're from the future. You blooped. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, what do I do next, right? Like, he, he, yeah, that he I kind of questioned. I mean – he saw her hologram, but still, wouldn't you be a little like, what the hell? Like, you wouldn't just yeah. accept and it if you didn't. Yeah, and that's what I was take. you know, I feel like takes away with this one because in the original, Al isn't allowed to tell him anything. You know, whereas yeah. this one, Addison can tell him whatever the hell she wants. And I don't yeah. like that. So I'm hoping that I there's, I hope in the next episode, awesome. yeah, I hope. I hope they have some kind of problems where the imaging chamber goes down and, and he's got to figure some shit out on his own for a minute and she only can talk to him like two minutes an episode. I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. Yeah. I mean, I, I was hoping to see him rely more on his, like, you know, she tells him everything and he remembers nothing and we don't get to see him rely on his own knowledge of physics or his own sense right. of time travel or, you know, I mean, I know that the, that the earlier show had a had a loose set of rules, 
it did bother me a little bit. It's never really discussed, like, so there's a guy who died, and they're going to stop him from dying. And there's no talk about what that might do to the timeline, right? Like, if we stop, if we prevent yeah, the Hope Diamond from being stolen, if we prevent this guy from dying and his daughter from dying or whoever, like, are they representing? Now, the original yeah. show didn't really, that that wasn't, like, I feel like, whether or not they really We've just seen that these ever. shows where they question it. <laughs> Well, well, we've seen. It depends on the, on the rules for the show. Yes. Yeah. But I think there have been so many more of these kinds of shows since Quantum Leap that it's not just us, but that people in general are are like going to question, like, wait, you're changing the timeline, kind of thing, right? And I hope yeah, that there might be some discuss. There needs to be discussion of that next week. They need to. We talk about rules. They need to articulate the rules next week right. or the week after, right? Because yeah, like we... I know and Karen knows that, you know, I mean, they kind of touched on it. I mean, hell, actually, she um, Addison actually kind of said the opening line of the original show. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was part of her dialogue, and I was kind of taking, I was kind of like, eh, really? Like, you know, um, but they, but they kind of glossed over it. You know, the original show, Sam's whole thing was putting right what once went wrong. Like the original timeline wasn't right, you know, and they haven't really yeah. they haven't set that said here that. yet, you know. They didn't, you know. Sure. So hopefully, hopefully, the next episode. Yeah, because at starts the end to of establish this, some things. At, at the end of this episode, suddenly the Hope Diamond was not stolen; and it's back in the museum, right? And they, right. like, there's a major, there's a change to to the present. Yeah, but the remember, timeline is not magic, really addressed magic, what that means. But remember, Magic basically said that it was stolen all along, but they lied about it and nobody knew, only a couple people knew it. So, right. like, it didn't really change the timeline in that sense. Because it, it does get stolen. We see it get stolen, yeah. Right, but he was saying but, he already knew that happened. It's just most people right. didn't know that. Yeah. So, they so kind it's really of, the discussion now, of, like, People get killed, don't get killed. That's a major butterfly effect yeah. kind of right. thing, right? They need to bring now, it up. Now, here's, here's the thing. Well, he, here's here's going to be the the big rub. Since we're seeing a lot more of, of present day in this show, yeah. one thing they're going to have to be very, very, very careful with, very careful with, is when the future does change, nobody knowing it except for Addison. Because the twelve monkeys, the, you know, it, yeah, it, like because you know, because yeah, like twelve monkeys. Because Magic makes that comment, but the only one in the original series, the only one that ever noticed changes was Al, and I think that's because of his link with Sam. You know, right. so I'm assuming yeah. Addison, Addison has that same type of link with Fen, and. So if something changes, she would notice it. But I don't. I I, I feel like there's going to be it's going to be problematic if people around here like if Magic knows that they change that, that's problematic right there because he's the one that said you know it was always stolen, but the, the government covered it up and never told anybody. If he still knows that that was the original timeline, problematic because he shouldn't know that because he's in the present and the past has changed, so his knowledge should change with it. Yeah. Um, right. 
in the original, did we even get to see really any of Al's life? I mean, like, you only saw yeah. really, that's what you were saying, like it was mostly the past. You didn't really see these group of scientists that are sort of right. a big yeah, I mean, there, like, there was, <laughs> then I there was, there was times, but not but. a lot. Well, especially I, I in the know, early seasons, there wasn't the much they, of it. They right? tell their rules. Let's put it that way. I hope that yeah. they address yeah. it and tell rules. I mean, especially in the early seasons, you didn't see much of it. I I actually wanted to ask you guys a little bit. So this is kind of unrelated to that, but in this episode, I saw a couple of things that reminded me of other shows and movies, really movies. And I'm not sure if what I saw was a ripoff or an homage. And I want to ask you guys if you noticed the stuff. Um, so in the early part of the episode when Addison is, you know, she's in the past with Ben. And then when they both kind of bloop out and the whole, the scenery goes awry, they lose each other. And she's back in what they call the, they call it the imaging center or the imaging, or the, uh, imaging chamber. Imaging and like chamber. the picture disappeared, you mean? Yeah, and where, and where it looks exactly like Cerebro, like she's in this big sort of dome made out of, <laughs> out of dodecahedrons. And she's like, I immediately thought of, of Cerebro. Did you guys recognize that from the x No, I didn't. Okay, do you, no, do you, now that I said it, does it look exactly like Cerebro? Now I, can, I, can, I, can, I can see it now that you said it, Little. but. Uh, but I wasn't, I don't remember that much about X, the original X-Men, to be honest. All right, so when I saw that, AJ, I immediately thought of Cerebro, and I'm like, oh, my God, it looks exactly what Professor X, like, rolls out there in his wheelchair, and he puts that thing on his head, and blah, 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 which is going to be the same, right? And so then there's a later scene, um, which to me was, now, what movie let me bring it back to me. Oh, oh! So the tango was a total ripoff of that movie where Schwarzenegger is dancing with Tia Carrera. True Lies. That movie was True Lies, right? It's a total True Lies. Like they use the exact same music. Did you, did you think of that when you saw that? I did not think of that. I actually thought well, that. I, I, it's actually funny. Same music, and it was an homage. But I don't, I don't know if I've ever even seen True Lies to tell you that. So. I, yeah, it's I didn't the exact that. same piece of music, and it's But and now that you mention it, that's definitely right. Yeah. Well, they use so, the same music for purpose. Well, maybe, but now that I've seen two, I saw two within five minutes, and I was like, "Oh, are they?" So it's got to be. It can't like are they are they ripping off shit they saw, or is it no more? It's got to be. I mean, you don't use the same music without knowing that's true lies, right? Yeah, I could see I like maybe. Maybe the Cerebro thing, oh, we didn't notice it, but couple that with, with True Lies, and it was maybe they're, maybe they're shouting out to 80s, 90s movies. I don't know. But, Could yeah, be. it was totally it was totally True Lies, right? It's definitely similar. I mean, he's dancing with the villain. He's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's a way less confident person, but, yeah. So we'll see. Maybe that's going to be a thing on the show that they shout out to other parts of popular culture. I don't know. It, it could be because, I mean, the original show did stuff like that, like with some of the characters. He, inter- you know, I mean, he interacted with Michael Jackson <laughs> in an episode yeah, when yeah. Michael Jackson was a kid. And, and yeah. he was friends with, he, you know, he gave Stephen King ideas for like four of his novels. And, you know, that was the later seasons when they started doing stuff like that. But 
Yeah, I think he 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 moved into like be. a famous baseball player maybe at one point, right? And he and and yeah, I mean there are those sort of brushes with fame kind of things that happen. Yeah. So. All right. Well. All right. You guys be on the lookout. I oh, can't believe you guys didn't notice either one, of those. Be on the lookout, you two. One 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 more one more thing I did want to say. So. She watches Addison watches that video at the end, and there's you know a big secret to why you know he he did what he did and didn't tell her. I think it's going to turn out because you know government run. I think it's going to turn out that him and Al's daughter discovered something, and and that it's going to turn out like that the government never wanted Sam to come back, and that that's you know. It's it's gonna whatever he's doing right now. It's gonna have something to do with what happened with Sam never returning home. Yeah, and that Sam is trapped somewhere in the past. Obviously, I mean we know that he knows, yeah. right? Yeah, that, um, right. yeah, and and he just you know, my my hope is you know, if it gets renewed for a season, two, if it, they they need to whatever they do with this show, whether they cancel it, renew it, they need to let the showrunners know sooner rather than later, so they can write the episode where they find Sam and bring Sam home. <laughs> <That's Yeah. laughs> Otherwise, mm-hmm. we've got problems, people. Yeah. That needs to be the end game, right? That needs to be what, what Al's daughter is all about. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm not right. further than you, so I can't give you any insight other than what the showrunner said, and you guys can watch all that right. interview if you want. I don't want any other insight. Cool. That's cool. We we're gonna walk no, together I'm then. Yeah. Mhm. Yep. All right. All right. Cool. We're in together. Jamie, okay. you got anything else while you're? Um, I think I had mentioned last week that I had seen part of Reginald the Vampire. I thought was pretty decent. That's based on a comic book, The Fat Vampire. I did not know that. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Either. I like. No, I didn't what know. Is? I like started to find out about Reginald the Vampire. Um, it's starring uh, um, the guy that's um, the best friend in the Spider-Man movies. Um, yeah, that guy who, yeah, who, who's Tom Holland's young friend, yeah. Yeah. So I think that the promos I've seen, it looks very dopey. It, it, it's, it, it looks like a comedy, and, you know, I don't love comedies whatever it's kind of it's a comedy but it's not like a resident alien comedy i mean it's it's got funny moments but i definitely wouldn't say it's pure like it's got a lot of other stuff in it too i don't know i i guess that maybe would categorize as comedy but when you say comedy not like resident alien silly i wouldn't say it's like that that, that's what it looks like to me as it does the advertising i mean i found it funny but I, i i mean i think it also I, I liked it. I mean, I thought it had some good drama, too. I have not seen all of it yet. I've seen a few of them. Um, but I, I thought it was pretty good. It's a different, a, definitely a different take on vampires. It's it's a little different, so. Well, you um, telling me it was based on a comic made me think, oh, I'll give it a chance. Although I don't think that means it's good. Like, not all comics are good, right? But um, Yeah, I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. But I, I thought it was pretty good. It, it's different. Right. But I um, there's so many vampire things coming out though, because there's also, uh, you know, the two Anne Rice shows, and then there's uh, also Vampire Academy. 
on Peacock. So lots of vampire stuff right now. Yeah, I know. Right. Uh, AJ, AJ, are you for or are you pro or con interview with the vampire, which comes out next week? I mean, you, I'm torn. Well, you and I, I no, interview no with idea. the vampire is coming next week. Oh, interview? Oh, I can't yeah. wait. Okay. I really can't wait. I really can't. I, mean, I don't have a, a release date yet, but I really can't wait for uh, the Mayfair Witches. Oh, yeah. That's the one I'm really interested in. I know that, in. that, yeah. yeah I'm, torn, I'm, torn, I'm torn on interview because of the trailer. The trailer made me nervous. Yeah, trailer is not great, right? Trailer made me nervous. Um, I liked um, the actor that played Grey Worm in Game of Thrones, plays Louis in this. Um, yeah. And I, I like what I've seen of him. Well, Stat's accent is so thick, it's throwing me off because Tom and I and I blame the movie because Tom Cruise's accent. I, I never thought Tom Cruise was a good Lestat. I know Anne Rice. He was Anne Rice's first choice, but Tom Cruise's French accent was awful in that movie. That was the one gripe I always had about that movie was Tom Cruise's accent. So this guy's accent is so thick, it's throwing me off. And, and that's just again, yeah. that's just the trailer. Um, they aged, yeah, they sometimes change. I haven't seen it They it looks like they they it looks like they've aged um, Claudia, which bothers oh, me. Oh yeah. I have to, I have yeah. to wait and see how. First and I have to wait and see how much they wait. I have to wait and see how much they aged her to see how I feel about it. Um, what really bothers me is Daniel, the guy that is doing the interview, is like seventy years old now. And he's like in his twenties when he interviews Louis in the book. Um, right. Yeah. And what I yeah. read, and from what I've read, is this isn't even the first interview that Louis is giving to him. It's like a second interview, like fifty years later. So I don't understand what they're doing, and I'm really confused because I mean, until her passing, Anne Rice was heavily involved in this. Her son, Christopher, is still involved in it. He's an executive producer. So I am kind of torn. Um, it's going to be one of those things where I have to watch it to see how I feel. I was very well, excited when I first heard because... Bought the right I, from my under- the oh, yeah, they, they have, yeah, they have plans to do the entire book series. They have the rights to every right. book. Well, I'll tell you if I like it once I see it, but I don't think I've ever seen the movie. I've seen, like, bits and pieces here and there, and I don't know really? if I should watch the movie before I see the show or not. Probably not, because then I'll be clouded by it. No, so, Jamie, I, Jamie, I definitely wouldn't. I think, don't watch it. I think, Jamie, you should not watch the movie because I feel like AJ. So while I never thought Tom Cruise was a great Lestat, Tom Cruise is Lestat we got, and he's Lestat who is in my head, right, AJ? And so, yeah, so yeah, I saw absolutely. that, and and I see him, and I see Brad Pitt, who was in it also, right, in the, in the movie, and and for better or for worse, they're in my head, and I think, Jamie, it's good for you to mm-hmm. not put them in your head. Also, AJ, with Claudia, right? Like, I think, Jamie, don't get Claudia in your head because, I mean, to me, AJ – Aging Claudia is a bad idea because 
I mean, I can see why they do it because because 20, 25 years later, we have different conventions about putting a very young actress with yeah. older guy. But it's critical to the story how young she is and that they turn her into a vampire at that young age and what it means for a grown woman to be in a child's body, right? Um but and that's Kirsten Dunst. We we like a young Kirsten Dunst is in our head, right? And and so yeah, Jamie, don't watch any of it. Don't watch any of it, Jamie. It'll ruin you probably you, you want to watch the show. Funny, I, I don't know if I don't know if you've ever heard the interview, Karen, but funny story about Kirsten Dunst. Uh you know, when she in her late when she got older and started to get more popular and everything, she I guess they had asked her about interview with the vampire and she let this little tidbit out that Tom Cruise was her first kiss ever. Her, her, when she kisses Tom Cruise in Interview with the Vampire, that's the first kiss in her life. Oh, no, I'm sorry, not Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Brad it was Brad Pitt. Pitt. Yeah. yeah, she kisses Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt, Pitt not, uh, not Tom Cruise. But still. And she's a child. Pretty, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah but it's also not a passionate girl. kiss. It's, not, it's, not, it's also not a sexualized yeah. kiss. It's not... You know, no. it's not passion no. or anything it's, like that. It's evil, bad thing or anything like that. But they just, nowadays, you just don't, there's a lot of things, you know, they probably don't yeah. want to have to Well, I mean, here's, just, I mean, the, the, I the, the girl playing Claudia, the girl, the girl playing Claudia is 18. Um, now, in the trailer, they've got her dressed up pretty young, but yeah, at best, she looks, at, at, at best, she looks 16. At, she looks 16 oh, yeah. to me, the actress. That's way too even, old, even, right? I, I mean, I mean, she honestly, when I saw the trailer of her, I looked at her and I was like, that girl looks like 16. I'm like, so I Googled her. She's 18. I'm like, all right, she can pass for 16, but they have her dressed up like they're going to try and pull off that she's like maybe 14 or even younger. And I'm looking at her and I'm going – there's no, you know, if anything, she looks like a teenager in a Halloween, co- you know, like, you, you, Karen, you, ever, you guys ever dress up as, as like, a, a younger child for Halloween or whatever? That's just what they look like they're trying to do with her. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. it, I, again, I'm going to have to watch it and see how I feel. So in because, the novel, AJ, I think she's, like, around five years old when Lestat meets her, right? No. She is before eight. he changes her. She's a child. She's around five years old when he meets her, and she. Right. It's, it's, I feel like she's, she's maybe like seven. And I just googled it. Kirsten Dunst was ten years old when she played Claudia. Yeah, yeah. I think Claudia's around. I feel like she's around seven. She might be around five though in the in the book, right? I don't know. Anyway, Jamie, this is why we're telling you don't. Okay. Yeah, I know. Whatever. Whatever. Don't read it. Don't watch it. Don't just watch the show because you don't want Tom Cruise in your head as you're watching the show. Because he's, (laughs) you know. I don't really want Tom Cruise in my head, period, but that's a whole other issue. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not a huge Tom Cruise fan. I mean, I'm still excited to watch it. I I love the. I read all the books. Yeah. I'd be excited to see all those books yeah. brought to the screen, especially with Anne Rice and her family having part of it. It could be potentially fantastic. Well, we'll have to wait and see. I will let you know what I think. All right. If I ever have a free, Karen, time, free read, time to watch television. 
Like when she, hmm? like you read, um, you read list, uh, what the hell is it called? Prince Lestat and the Atlanteans. I think that was the last oh, one. I didn't read the Atlanteans. No, I didn't read the Atlanteans. Oh, I didn't get that far. I, I, I love pretty... those books. I love those books growing up. Um, I did not, I, I wasn't crazy about to be Prince Lestat. Yeah. Did I lose so we you lost guys? DJ there for a sec. Okay. We lost did, you, did you yeah. He's going in and out, I think. I, yeah, you weren't I crazy. We're, I thought I lost later. you. No, we, we might have lost. Like we lost soft. each other. We lost each other. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> did um. All right. Did you? All right. Um. Blah. Anyway, did you read? Did you read Principal Stack, Karen? Yes. Okay. I wasn't crazy where that one was going. I saw where it was going, and I wasn't crazy about it, but I was okay. And then I read Principal Staten Atlantean. I did not finish the book. I feel like uh, Anne Rice, Anne Rice lost, she should have left it where it was. I don't think she should have ever gone back to it because I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't like where Principal Staten Atlanteans went. That was, I didn't finish reading it. I was just like, I, I put it down. I got about halfway through, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Well, we'll probably never get there on television, but we'll see. Anyway. So, anyway. All right. All right. Jamie, you got any more announcements or whatever, or any other stuff um, you want to bring No, up? I mean, obviously, your one Chicago will be hopefully tomorrow. i got to get reboot up. There's a lot of a lot of stuff going on and more TCAP panels and there's just a lot right now. And I have Call Me Cat tomorrow, too. But I know that's not something you guys watch, so. Call Me Cat? Call Me Cat. Oh, Call Me Cat. Call Me Cat, yeah. 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 Oh, where? She owns a cat cafe. Yeah, it's a remake of um, Miranda, the British show, which I love. Oh, and not just because Tom Ellis is in it. That's irrelevant. It's a good show. <laughs> just throwing that out there. Um, no, but anyway. Um, well, I will get going then because I didn't see any of the other stuff you guys talked about. Um, yeah, I don't think there's really anything else. I mean, Walking Dead soon, obviously, but not yet. That's a little bit yet. So. Yep. Well, we talked about, so Andor comes out tomorrow, and yes. we – are going to cover Andor. I don't know if AJ, Jamie, if you're going to... This is a Star Wars, Wars show, right? right? Yeah. Yeah, I yes. still haven't watched The Mandalorian or the other one yet, so I'm a bit well, behind. The, the good part is it's not related, and you can just jump in and yeah. not have to have seen that stuff to watch the show. Right. I'm just leading the point that I haven't even had time to watch it. So Fair I, enough. I don't know. I'll try Fair to enough. watch it, but i got to catch up with, Ring, with uh, Ring of Power first. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, have a good night, you guys. And uh, all right. Good night. I'll talk to you next week. Good night. All right. Bye. Bye bye. Bye, Jamie. Bye. All right. House of the Dragon. Oof! What an episode. Holy crap! No, this episode, and it didn't always go the way I thought it was going to go. Right? Like, wow. Um. I I like this episode. I did like this episode. I, I you know, I, we've talked about 
this show and I how maybe it wasn't great to start. I think it's getting better every week. I I like this episode. I um uh, I mean poor Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra didn't have a lot of scenes in this episode or a lot of agency in this episode, but there's stuff going around her that you know is going to like come around next week, right? Um, yeah. Between her father, between Damon, between Allison. Holy crap, Allison, like, she's only gets a backbone, and she, I, I, I don't really like the way she uses it this week, right? Queen and green. Like, Not a good thing. Well, the queen and green, yeah, but Allison, when Allison finds out that, she finds out that Rainier, so, so Sir Christian, like, admits that he, that he, had sex with Rainier, right? Yeah. And and I felt like, you know, she so what he reveals is that Rainier, she kind of was she was telling the truth, she you know sort of like what Rainier told her was that she did not have sex with Damon, right? Turns right. out that Sir Christian's like she had sex with me, and and there's a moment there where you like I'm you're not really sure if Allison is like going to use it, is she angry or is she relieved, right? Like, is she like, oh, okay. She's in utter shock. I don't really know why. Um, because... Well, because I don't think she was... I don't... Sorry. It's just going my throat. Sorry about that. (laughs) I mean, it's supposedly her best friend who she has been trying hard to get closer to. And is it really the worst thing? Like Allison is in a in a loveless marriage. Uh, her sex we saw last week. She has bad sex with her <laughs> old husband. Um, and being with Sir Christian is not at all what it is. What it would mean to be with Damon, right? And so I don't know. There was this moment where I was like, Is Allison going to be a friend or be a queen? And, and like we had seen so much of Allison through the episode being like, she's my friend, I trust her, I like her, who cares if she's the queen, whatever, and then all of a sudden she's like, oh, let me use this kind of thing. I don't know. I, I... Well, I think I think because she's pissed off that she lied to her. In her eyes, she lied to her. Even though the way Rhaenyra, she, the way Rhaenyra, she didn't lie, she omitted the queen, you know, Allison's still pissed. I think that's what it comes down to. What surprised me was, which I don't get, is um, oh, crap. The, the, the new hand. Um, it's his son. The, the cripple is his son. It tells, you know, that gets everything started. So your father is the new hand. Why are you trying to undermine him? Yeah. That was weird, right? Plus that guy, the new like, man, I didn't understand so much that. of Sam from the original Game of Thrones, and I get confused. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> he does remind me of Sam too. I couldn't figure out why he was undermining his own father, and that's what got right? Alice started. And then when you know she's talking to Kristen, she's expecting she's asking Kristen to you know tell her who it was, and he's like, "It was me," and she was like, "Uh, crap." <laughs> Because she expected he was gonna, he was gonna tell her that it was that it was Damon, right? She was fully Damon, expecting yeah. that he'd be like, "Oh yeah, she lied yeah. on Damon." Yeah, um, and, and then lied, you and, know, 
And then he was like, oh, don't, you know, I'm devoted to her. Please don't torture me. Just kill me. Um, that part Chris, was a little, go ahead. I was just going to say, Chris, Chris, I don't know what he was thinking when he went to Rhaenyra and was like, let's run away to Essos. Like, dude, do you really think there's any chance of that happening? Um, you know, but well, then he gets, he's so he... pissed off pissed off that he throws her under a bus. It came a little out of left field for me because while we have seen his devotion to her as his princess, I'm not sure I believe that he was so in love with her that he would be like, let's give it all up and run away, like, and, and to propose that, which is crazy, right? Like, he has said in the past, like, I have, I owe you, and we saw a devotion that was a little bit more than just a white cloak, but I'm not sure. I mean, he was reluctant to have sex with her, I guess, because he was in love with her or whatever, but I felt that was a little bit more than I had ever seen in him. For him to be like, let's run away together, let's get married. And she's like, whatever, duty, honor, whatever, right? Like, it was in character Wait, for you, Nira. You know what I think the problem is? Um, they're, they, have, they haven't learned from season eight I feel like they're kind of rushing it because oh, they are, yeah. it's what it's, it's once again, there's once again, I don't know how much time there's been, but there's been a, you know, at least a couple months, I would say two or three months time jump. Um, yep. Cause you get the impression from their conversation that, that it wasn't just the one time that they continued to oh, have think sex. So? You think they're continuing to have sex? Really? He sleeps through her once and he wants to run away to Essos with her? Well, I, I, I gotta that's believe. What I'm saying, right? That, well, that, that's the problem right there because they're not. We're supposed to assume, or it's supposed to be inferred, because we're not seeing it. It's a different medium, you know. I know from the books that it, or from the the book that it went on for a while. Well, actually, okay. in the yeah, you know, so it's just like it's. And the thing about the, the way it's written in the book is it's never proven. It's just his word against hers. And, um, and he speaks against the, her as he does in the scene. He's like, oh, right. yeah. Allison, yeah. I did it. Um, which, which, okay, so within the context of this episode, I also thought that was like, really? So you're in love with her and you went over there and you still, like, you – Confess to the Queen. I get it that that we've seen this character be very devoted to his duty, but he speaks to the Queen in a way that, like, does he not understand the danger he puts Rainier in by doing that? Right? Yeah. Oh, a lover scorn. Don't kill me. Uh, but he, but he's not a lover scorn. In in that scene where he tells Allison the truth. That's not a, I don't think that's a lover scorn. That's a guy who's like, I don't know, overcome by the desire to tell the truth. Like, that's not a, he's not in that scene. She has not yet scorned him, right? He confesses that to Allison before Rainier says to him, I'm not running away with you. Like, no, that was after. He, I don't think so. Was it after? Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely Whatever. after. It's right anyway, after. Okay, at any it's rate, it's literally right I after. Did, like they had just gotten back. Okay, 
at any rate, I did not read that as him being scorned and and feeling retribution against her. Like like I read that scene as him being like, I stole my white white cloak. I took an oath. I I like unless I didn't read the way he was acting. Um, I just didn't read him as a person that wanted a retribution against Rhaenyra. That he was... Yeah, I, I, I agree with, with both things. I think if he still kind of has, a, you know, the problem with the white folk and everything, but I got the argument with Rhaenyra, and he's like, you want me to be your whore? And she's like, don't look at it like that. Like, you know, Laner's gay. He's going to be with his man. I'm going to be with you. What's the big fucking deal here, you know? I mean, royalty's done shit like that forever. Yeah. I mean, he, he's pretty naive, right? Like, she's not wrong, really. He really is. That's the pro- That's part of the pro- I mean, yeah, right. I mean, I get his point, too. But to throw her under the bus like that afterwards, it's like, dude. And then he really loses his shit later when he kills Laner's boyfriend, which... I, I think he's just, and it is, again, here's the problem. It's so rushed that you don't see, I mean, it, it all happens in one episode. He, he, You know, his guilt that he's been dealing with, you know, with Rhaenyra refusing to run away with him. And then I, Lena's boyfriend, who I, I didn't even catch his name, um, yeah. you know, basically says to jerk, him, but, you know, yeah. per, you know he's, he's a total jerk. And I get it. Like, he never should have approached Kristen. <laughs> that was, I mean, that was a huge mistake, obviously. Um, like, I get why he did that, because he feels, you know, because everybody's always got to have something else on, you know, something on somebody. Just didn't expect Kristen to lose his shit and kill him. You know? Yeah. And I almost feel, and, and, and it was until Kristen went to commit suicide, I felt like he did it, partly did it, because he wants to die. Like, he's so, you know, messed up I mean, from this whole thing. I guess. I and and like obviously he does want to die because he goes to kill little... himself. But I I thought he did it so that they would have no choice but to hang him. You know what I mean? Like, I thought for sure that was his goal was, you know, for the king to be like, yeah, he's got to die. Um, but, again, it, it was too rushed. It, it, all this took place in yeah. one episode. We went from them sleeping together last week to <clears throat> having, you know, done it at least a handful of times by this episode and him wanting to run away with her. And it just, it all felt, you know, I, I dare I say it was kind of like the decline of Danny in, in retrospect, yeah. if you, you know, if yep. you juxtapose it. You know, Dan, Danny went nuts in the, in the span of two episodes and Kristen did it in one. Well, it's definitely too fast because it's not clear to me. The way you describe it and the way you understood it is not really what I understood. Like you're like, the same well, you been, right? You're like, there's a time and that's problematic. Together and, and and that's problematic because are, yeah, yeah, because we're both watching the same show. You know, we've talked about this before. We're watching the same episode, the same show, and we're having different perspectives. That's not good. Yep. Yeah. That's not good for a show when people go, oh, no, 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 this is what happened. And other people go, no, 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 you're seeing it wrong. This is what happened. And neither of us are wrong because it's what we took from what we got in front of us. 
maybe I'm a little yep. skewed because I, you know, while I don't remember, I remember the, the big moments from the book. I don't remember every little thing. And obviously they've changed things for the show, you know. Yeah. But we're seeing what is given to us on the screen differently. And, and, and it's funny. I try and... I try and I try and time I try and gauge the time jumps by the age of the children. <laughs> That's why I say it's only been a yeah. couple months because Helena Helena is still screaming her head off whenever she's with her mother. Holy yeah. crap! Yeah. That kid never said lungs. The kid never stops crying. Yeah, um, which I think is kind of proving the point about how miserable Allison is, right? Um, yeah, that she's like with a screaming kid all the time and can't be a a, a kid or whatever. Um, but yeah, so the fact that I didn't really, I mean, it is a short time jump because cause she's still a baby, but you know, I didn't really catch the part where you think that they, that Rainier and Christian have been having ongoing affair or whatever, um, which would explain his feelings, um, and other things that, that I didn't really, you know, take into it, um, are a problem. You know, we're watching the same show. We don't get it the same way. Um, we saw, so we see at the end of that mess, I mean, whatever Christian Cole was planning, I don't know if he was planning for basically a shotgun wedding that Rhaenyra now is, is forced that <laughs> like, she and Slaynor are married by the end of the episode, right? Like, they go there yeah. for betrothal, which, I mean, I think that within this show, a betrothal could be months or years. Although I think you know, well, this is highly motivated them quickly. It was supposed to be a week. They mentioned it in oh, the yeah. episode that there was the party, and then there was a week. You know, going to be a week of games and jousting and hunts, and then the, at the end of the week, it was going to be the wedding. Because he wants it done quickly, because she's a pain in the ass, and it's got to happen. But at any rate, they're married that night, right? Um. That was a little surprising. I mean, you may know that from the book, but it's a little surprising to me how quickly it goes. But we know that this is Millie Alcock's, I think, last episode, right? And we will see I think so. her yeah. aged up next week. Um, yeah. And we'll know where that goes. Um, and I Which think, is really I think, interesting. <sighs> Yeah, I, I can't. I, it's gonna be interesting to see the episode because we see the king pass out at the end of the episode, and that's where it ends. So we don't know did he just die? Is he just at the point where he's gonna be bedridden? But now we're well, were, jumping her. We're jumping her what? At least ten, fifteen years. There were multiple times in this episode where I was like, well, "Is he dead? Is he like at any this whole episode at any moment he could die?" Right. You yeah. having read, having you know, know the books, the book might be have a better sense of when he might die. But there were multiple times where it's like, oh, is he going to croak right now? Is he going to? I thought he might die before she was married to Leonor. There was a point no, where he I, was like, I agree. He die right. The way, there was one moment, that one moment they had the close up on him when he was sitting there with his arm out and everything, and he's talking to the maester maybe, and. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, and he's like, and they're focused on him, and he's like, just got a dead stare. And I'm like, did he just die? And then I was like, nope, his chest is moving. And then he closes his eyes, and I'm like, did he just die there? And I'm like, nope, chest still moving. I was like, yep. you know, 
Yeah. Let's say even having read read it, even having read it, I I don't know what they've changed. You know, I know. Yeah. I know how old. Let's put it this way. I know I know how old. Um. Rhaenyra should be when he dies. Um. Which. I don't. I. That's why I'm saying I don't know if he just died at the end of the episode or if he's going to be bedridden. And but that's the thing. I feel like we're going to get like a 15 year time jump now. Yeah. Yeah, because we're in so the after. My, so who knows how long? Cause, cause, right? cause, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I believe in the, the other actresses in her 30s, from what I've heard. I, I haven't really looked into it to see how old the actress is or how old she's supposed to be playing. Um. But for, honestly, that could be, I, I feel like it's going to be very problematic. It's like a whole chunk of story that we're not getting. Yeah, and they're going to age her, but nobody else. So somebody like... Um, well, no, Allison, too. Allison, too. They're aging Allison, also. Okay, the two young girls, but like, but like yeah. Matt Smith will continue to play Damon, right? Um, yes, yep. And who will continue to be a force in her life and a, in a you know... <laughs> Speaking of uh, Damon, that's one hell of a way to get a divorce. So I was not expecting his wife to be so cool, right? Like they have yeah. referred to his lady wife, and he has no use for her. And the king is like, whatever, go back to your wife, and blah, blah. I didn't expect she was going to be this great person that I hoped would be. I, I was really sorry she died right away, right? I hoped she'd be a Yeah, I was too. Time. I think that's why he didn't like her, because she was such a good adversary. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I guess why he didn't like her, and yet for Damon, I think maybe he would like her. Like, I think for Damon, it's important to have a, like, a strong woman well, who he has more respect. I, I don't know. I don't know what. I think is, the right, problem but... for I think the problem for Damon is not so much her, but she's from the Vale. And he has he has no interest in being at the veil, you know. So, who knows? At one point, he might have been like, "Okay, hey, let's go to Dragonstone. Come with me." And she's like, "No, my home's in the veil." You know what I mean? So it's like we don't uh, know enough of the history to know to know I, the problem. I, I kind of felt that he probably never wanted to be married to her, except his brother probably made him marry her, right? But well, yeah, the, the, like yeah, a, that 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 definitely happened. <laughs> She, just, she was a formidable person and a kind of a person that I thought Damon might actually, like, respect more. Like, you could not want to be married to her and think she's a jerk, but sort of, like, she actually probably would be a good spouse for someone like him, right? But he's like, whatever. Like, I guess I guess maybe what I'm saying is, I like, it let me down in terms of Damon. Like, I, I guess I expected more. I'm projecting onto her what I want Damon to think, right? And right. I expected more from Damon, and he let me down, like, when he kills her. Um, and we know why he killed her. She's not, like, you know, in the last episode, he, he says, marry me to Rhaenyra. And the king's like, you're already married. Go back to your wife. And, and it's clear that being yeah. married to this woman to any woman, is a liability for him right now. He goes back and kills her. Um, and I, it, it was just, it revealed him as a more 
mercenary character and more of a quote-unquote bad guy than I thought he was. Like, I thought that I felt his motivation a little more and was killing her in cold blood for really no reason in that moment. He He's much more of a villain than I thought he was up to this point. I thought he was misunderstood, and I, I, thought, I, I thought I understood his. I thought I understood his, his anger, his like Prince Harry whininess, and and now he like now I'm like whatever. You're just a jerk. You just killed that one, that really cool man for no reason. Now, now to me, he's much more of a villain than he was well, before this. Not for no, not for no reason in Damon's mindset because Damon wants Rhaenyra. Yeah. So he got rid of his wife. So he can have, he, so he can go back to his brother and be like, "Oh, my wife's dead. Can I have Rhaenyra now?" Too late. <laughs> too late. I married her to her yeah. cousin. She married her cousin. Although that guy probably can't last long. Anybody with a wig like that cannot last long. <laughs> it's a bad wig, but I mean that kid probably won't. I mean, we know. Although we're gonna have a time jump. It'll be thir- fifteen years we'll be married. Yes, you might be right. He might not last long because of the time jump. <laughs> I know how long he lasts, but I don't know what the time jump's going to look like. So yeah, you know how long he lasts. So um, we'll see what happens there. Yeah. Um, I don't. Oh, I didn't mention my favorite part of the episode though. Every, all the stuff that happened. Hmm. My abs, my absolute favorite part of the episode was when Jason Lannister comes in, and he walks oh. and 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 Rhaenyra rolled her eyes. <laughs> Yeah, that was great. Look on her face. Was that amazing. was so amazing. And the and the conversation they had was great. Like they totally like they just totally talked down to him. <laughs> and I really oh, yeah. I felt like they they missed I felt like they missed the moment after he walked away. I really was expecting the king and Rhaenyra to have a just kind of like look at each other and have that that look of oh my god you know type of look at each other, but they didn't do it. Yeah, hoping for that moment where they, because he, you know, he was one of her suitors, like, only two episodes ago. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think we're both liking the show much more than we ever expected to. Um, that, that, I guess that's truthful, um, because I, I, I said it all along. So, I, so, so many people are like, oh, my God. House of the Dragon starts soon, but you can't wait. And I'm like, eh. <laughs> just because, yeah. you know, it's just it's been so long since Game of Thrones was on. Game of Thrones did not end on a high note. The entire fiasco with Winds of Winter, I'm just, I'm over it. You know, it's out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. I don't yeah. care. I haven't thought about it. And it's like, I'm going to watch it when it's on, and I'm probably going to enjoy it. But I'm not mm-hmm. getting all, oh, my God, oh, my, you know, I'm not getting all geeked about it like I was Sandman, you know? Right. It's here. I'm watching it. I'm enjoying it. End of. <laughs> I'm getting simplistic. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, we're we're liking it mm-hmm. more than we thought, and that's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we are about, what was that, episode four today, I think? So we've got a those, yeah, we're almost halfway five. through, right? That was episode five. five. So we're yeah, so we're halfway through. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm are there ten? Are, I'm, are, there's, are there ten? Or are there only eight? There's eight, aren't there? 
this age yeah, yet. Yeah, somewhere closer to that. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm you bummed know, about I, the time jump, but I'm looking forward to it a little bit also. I will say this. I think the thing that um, has surprised me more than I realized was going to is how much I enjoy the two young actresses and how sad I am because I didn't know that they were going to change them on me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those two are, are, are fine. Those are brilliant discoveries. The two of them. I, I, I would want to see them in, in almost anything. I can't wait to see what they do next. I also think that, you know, Matt Smith, well, while he's not, you know, he, uh, his character is a little like, I didn't love, like in that scene where Damon kills his, Rhea, his wife, I thought he was a little bit, a little bit like horror movie stereotype. You know, he's got the, the the hood on and he's a little, I mean, that could have been a little more, it's not the greatest villain I've seen in a show like this. Um, but I think, like, I I haven't ever seen Matt Smith as a, as a villain in this vein. And so I'm enjoying seeing as an actor, that part of him, you know, seeing an actor do things I hadn't seen him do before, weren't, weren't expecting from him. Like that part I enjoy. Whether or not I think Damon is a, is a perfect villain, I think it's great to see Matt Smith in a villain's role. So we'll see how he does and how that plays um. out. And, and if Damon right. actually turns out to be a villain in, in, as the show goes forward, right? Yeah. Because I was curious. It's, oh. I'm seeing it's going to take up. You're breaking up a little bit. You're not breaking up. You've got, you've got a little issue with your with our connection, I think. That's what it is. Can you repeat that? Ten, ten. Uh, I'm reading online. The next. Yeah, I think we got a bad connection. Um, bad internet connection. I can't really. We're getting some sort of distortion. I hear you, but there's distortion in your voice. It's the. It's. Sorry, I don't know. That's a little better, actually. I mean, you might have stepped around and moved to a different part of your. Closer to the connection or something. Sound I haven't better, moved all but... night. <laughs> oh my god, now you sound great. Now you sound great, AJ. You sound perfect. So please repeat what you were saying. Um, I just went online and th- nothing is definitive, but most of the people online, it's it's speculating that it's going to be, about, uh, from what they've heard, it's going to be about a 10 year uh, time jump. All right, 10 years is not too bad. I mean, they're jumping to an actress in her 30s maybe, but she's probably playing someone in her 20s. Like, Rhaenyra is supposed to be 17 right now-ish, right? So she's going to be playing someone around 27. Um, Poor Rhaenyra, 10-year time jump, will have been married for 10 years and probably have a bunch of kids, right? Um, And maybe the question is, will she or will she not be the queen? I, think I know, I know. Will, I know you know. I think Viserys will still be alive <laughs> because there's no way Viserys will still be alive. There's no way they jump over, or there is a way they jump over any time. You know, there's been a lot of talk from people like Halson's father 
that if the if 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 she's named the queen, there'll be a civil war, and and people won't back her, and she can't be the queen, right? Does the show jump over that and do a ten-year time jump where she's just like, oh, I'm not the queen, my stupid four-year-old brother is the king? Like, how does that? How do you? How do you have a show where it's not interesting and let's just skip it and do something more interesting? I well, guess it could happen, but I feel like a- I think well, really Aegon's going to be well with the time jump. Aegon's going to be about twenty. Thirteen. You think he's about 10 right now? Yeah. We haven't laid yeah, on right him in a while. I'm not, I'm not sure how old he is, that, but... Again, again, time jump. You know, this is the problem with time jumps. I mean, we saw his name, day, that, that, that hunting thing, he was two years old, right? And so, yeah, he'll be older, but, I mean, I don't know. You know. I don't know enough about it to know what happens, but he, he we're going to jump over some stuff. And I mean, well, there's a huge yeah. question about we'll can Rhaenyra be, be the queen or not? And so play out, yeah. All right, so we'll see. On oh, Friday, right? I, have on Friday, yeah. I have a I have a question for you. Okay. That I didn't think guys, what do you think about Damon cutting his hair? That totally threw me. Oh yeah, that was kind of weird. I mean, I I don't hate it, but I don't know why they. Everybody's got long hair, right? They've all got long hair, and he cut his yeah. hair. I was like, oh, did he cut his hair because he's got to do another TV show or a movie, and he just can't, you know? But it wasn't his long hair anyway. It was always a a wig. I don't know. I guess maybe it's to show some sort of rebellion. I don't know. You see, that's how I I, I kind of took it, but it, it's never explained, which is kind of problematic. Why do you, why do something and expect your audience to guess? Well, it's not for convenience because it's not like oh, I'm fighting a war, my hair is in my eyes, let me cut it because he he had long hair on the whole war. Right? The war was over. So, the war's over and now he cuts his hair and he's the only person with short hair on the entire show, right? Every single person has long hair. Yeah. Except for a few people well, who at least have... All, at least all the Targaryens have long hair. Yeah. I mean, their long blonde hair is their thing, right? Maybe it's part of like yeah. being like, I'm not one of you, I'm rebelling. I mean, he really is not very well, that's, good that's at... that's kind of how I took it. He's not very good at sucking up and getting, like, if you want to have the throne, you're very bad at doing it, right? He's very bad at making friends with his brother. Well, yeah. Or very bad at showing that he, yeah. I, I mean, that's the point. But, you know, I think we were talking about, was it Rick Malian? We are talking about somebody who's always, like, like, like so self-destructive. And, I mean, he's it, right? Like, that's Damon. He's very yeah. self-destructive. Yeah, in a more canny way. Yeah, so. All righty. Yeah. All right. So, we'll have all these same shows next week. Plus Andor. And we'll be adding adding Andor. So. I'm excited for it. All righty, Karen. Have a great right. week. You too.
Take care. All our, Talk to you soon. All our loyal listeners, have a great week. Anybody that downloads us afterwards, have a great week. And uh, that's it. I'm done. Good night. Good night. <laughs>